Hello and welcome to Wing Bang in the Fish Tank. I'm Michael Dean. What is up, you spooky bros and non-binary hoes? It's your boy. Oh, fuck. It's your boy. Michael Dean. Um, if you're wondering, I'm Michael. I know there's a rule on the podcast. It says that you can't eat on a podcast. And I would say that's true. Mm. Mm. Oh, fuck. But. In this one case, I'm allowing it because it's candy corn. And candy corn is so good. And if you think otherwise, you deserve the death penalty. Now, this podcast has been not a priority, and it's a bit obvious that it hasn't been a priority, but we're still going to try to go through, we're still going to try to persevere, and make a podcast, you know? It is currently October 5th, so. I'm going to read some scary stories. It's almost a tradition at this point. Candy corn is so good. Like, it's so good. Okay. And I understand that these episodes have seen lackluster of, um, you know, ideas and this, that, and the other thing. And I know that this is the second time I've been reading uh, Reddit stories. But uh, currently, in the 
uh, all that is happening. Um, I'm about to get a promotion in the job that I'm working at, or at least I hope so. Um, there's been talk of going around. Um, Sean and Riley. Sean is a sophomore in high school, I believe. I could be wrong. He might be a freshman. I don't remember. No, he's a sophomore. And Riley is in seventh grade, I think. So, um, they're taking care of their academic careers, and I'm taking care of my actual career. So, um, there hasn't been much time to get together and do stuff. Except, we have already recorded a Halloween special. And that also is coincidentally going to be Octo uh, episode 80. Um, so, there's going to be a little more podcast this month than usual, and they might be like this, they might be different, I might uh, have a guest on soon, maybe. Um, or I might try to get, hang out with Sean and Riley again so we could get more content made. But uh, for now, it's just me and you, baby girl. Uh, this, this, um, this story has six, uh, awards, so I'm assuming it's pretty good. Okay. And also, warning, there is sexual violence in this question mark. Don't know what the fuck that means, but we'll figure it out, I guess. I wake up naked and alone, in a soiled bed. The room stinks of sweat, sex, booze, and nicotine. I ran a hand over my genitals and feel dry, crusty fluid. I am sick, unclean, vile. Slowly I sit up in the bed and put my feet over the edge. They land in my boxers. I gulp slightly and hunch over, hands clasped together. I began to cry, softly. Then it turns into a cascade of tears as the whole night comes back to me. Laughing faces, hands gripping me, holding me down, long fingernails digging into my flesh, willing flesh against my unwilling skin, over and over. Tall, pale-skinned women hovering over me, leering, kissing brown glass bottles. Eyes flashing in the light. One face is ever-changing. Always there. First with red hair, then with green eyes, and blonde hair and brown eyes. Then black strings and blue orbs. 
always smiling, always laughing, always there. There's a knock, and I sit up straight, breathing in and out, cheeks wet and soaked. Hey, Aiden. I didn't say anything. Hey, Aiden. Man, you see these pictures? Becca and her friend posted them. You look like you had fun. I swallow. My throat is closing up. I hope it closes fast and never opens again. I hope in vain. Hey, man. There's some rumors going around already. Some of the girls think you're disgusting and you should probably lay low for a while. See you later, little... Little sad I didn't get any. Who's ever on the other side laughs. Merry, free, willful, and ignorant. I didn't lay low for a while. I went to the sea. I rented a boat, took to the Pacific Ocean, and resolved to never come back. I resolved never to set foot on dry land again. I resolved to let the ocean take me instead. Convoluted, I know. But I, was, I wasn't thinking straight at all. The sun had set. I had lost sight of land. Stars came out. I lay on the deck of my ship and looked up toward the night sky. It was mesmerizing. A tapestry of blue, black, silver, purple, pink, celestial colors. So beautiful, I was lost in them. I smiled. At least I had one good memory to take with me wherever I would end up. I stood up, walked to the port side of the ship, and took a deep breath. I looked down into the black water that rolled beneath me. Then I clenched my hands tightly and closed my eyes. First red, then blonde, then black. First green, then brown, then blue. Over and over again, laughing at me. Human. My eyes snapped over and snapped, and I looked around to the empty world. My heart's already racing human i looked down into the water and locked gaze with two sapphire eyes black slitted pupil stretching from the top of to the bottom these eyes hung in a face of white scales which turned into a dark green where it met wet black hair it smiled i saw countless shark teeth hello human it said in a willowy feminine voice yeah i'm not gonna do that Aren't you out a little late? My body began to shake. She laughed lightly. Are you going to die out here? I didn't say anything. Human, please let me in. Please come into the water. She said, like a, like a lover. Please come in. My sisters and I are hungry. Several hands broke the surface behind her. Bobbing in the water, I spun around. Looking all, at all sides of the boat, I lost count at a dozen. Then I heard the humming, sweet, eternal humming. I looked back at the first head. Her smile seemed almost too wide for her face. Lips pressed together in a thin line. Her head bobbed from side to side slowly. Her song, enticingly delicious. My body began to feel numb and relaxed. Come into the water, human, whispered a dozen soft voices. Come and join us for a feast. A feast. That sounded all right. A nice little feast. 
Vaguely, my brain understood what would be served at this feast. I didn't mind at all. A scream broke the song. I was at the edge of the boat, one foot already reaching over the edge. The scream was quickly joined by others. The woman in the water began to shriek and disperse. I fell back, landing on my tailbone. I grunted in pain, then stopped, eyes wide. A massive black fin had broken the surface of the water. It was quickly joined by two others. The woman in the water ducked beneath the surface, just before the black fins dived as well. Then the water was broken again as a giant black and white creature lunged out of it. A limp, ragged woman with scales instead of skin in its mouth. I could see her face. Our eyes met. She was terrified. The orca swung and threw her through the air. She sailed through it, soaring without a sound. Another orca broke the surface and grabbed her midsection before diving back down. The scent of blood began to fill the air. I felt like vomiting. I covered my mouth and forced the bile back down. A tail broke the surface, sending another woman into the air. Bone ripped themselves out of arm and abdomen. She screamed until another orca clamped its jaws into her head and dragged her down underneath the waves. The water had turned into a deep red. Pieces of flesh and bone were floating in the water. A face as thin as paper with empty eye sockets floated past me. Then an orca's mouth closed on it began swinging it around like a rag and threw it away, letting it land with a plop into the water. Then was a blur of motion. Then one of those women burst through the surface, her eyes wide with fear and looking right at me. An orca snapped at the spot. She'd just been in. Then swung its tail. It didn't connect seemingly between the massive between a massive slug it was toying with her holy shit this is long <laughs> then she dived under again i watched the orca dive under followed by another and another in a second the water's surface of empty and anything living just pure carnage from the orca's rampage then the water broke as the woman shot upwards, grabbing onto the railing and suddenly hauling herself upwards. She landed on the boat with a wet plop. I was frozen by the side of her. Her hair was as green as seaweed and a few strands of it. And with a few strands of it, there were gills on her neck. Small hook-like claws tipped her fingers. She was breathing heavily, then looked at me with those massive split pupils. Her lip was bleeding. The boat then rocked sharply, and a high-pitched whining laughter out of the orca drifted upward. My body swings violently with emotion. Please, says the inhuman creature, don't throw me back in. Please don't, I won't survive. The body goes, my body goes tight. This thing was begging for mercy after trying to eat me, but I'd come out with the purpose of having the same result. And last night, one girl had said she needed a place to stay until her friend arrived, 
and spiked my drink. Now I was here on the boat. A wave, a wave washes upwards as the orca cackled at each other. The sea green girl shakes of balance and then grabs a handlebar before looking at me once more, eyes still pleading. The boat rocks violently and a high-pitched squeal rings my ears. A massive black shape suddenly lunges upward onto the air beside us, salt water roil rolling off its body. White oval spots on the side of its head glare trembling prey, and a white-pink mouth opens, hissing eagerly before slinging below again. She stumbles backwards, crawling on all fours toward me. I'm begging you, she sobs. Don't let me die. I make up my mind. I grab her scaly wet arm and yank her toward me, then throw her into the cabin below, shutting the door behind her. I curl up outside it in the fetal position. The orcas are screaming now, battering against the boat's hull, sending waves over the top, hollering with laughter, practically begging to be fed. They should be full mighty now. I shut my eyes right as the taste of wet salt fills my mouth. Then I slowly open them again when I feel heat. I blink and look upward to the sky. The water is calm now. I groan, stand up, and press my back against the door. Then I remember what's behind it. I quickly spin around and press my ear against the wood, straining to hear something. There's nothing. I open the door. It smells of fish and wet salt. Then wet patches all around in the shape of footprints. One of the cabin windows is pushed outward slowly. I creep out and peer outside. For a brief second, I catch the glimpse of a dark green head of hair falling around the face of scales. Two black slits of pupils resting in the eyes. Then it vanishes beneath the waves. I stayed out sea for another hour before turning the boat around and going back to shore, where I would have and the Coast Guard hadn't found me. I've been reported missing. They've been searching for me for a few hours now. When I was taken back to shore, they sent me to a hospital. Some of the college students sent me a get well card. So did the teachers. None of them was for the girl, from the girl or her friends. People have asked me to say what happened at, at sea, but I refuse to tell them. They wouldn't believe me, which is why I tell it here. Because I know you would believe what happened. Ayo, getting that sea pussy dog? No, that was, that was insensitive. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> um... That was a very heavily detailed story, actually. That was very nice. Um, that has been the story of the day. Um, uh, that was the the sea life episode. No, the orca episode. No. Um. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this. Uh, not very long episode, episode 73, the Orca episode, 
tune in next episode where I interview my dog. Chewy. Got any response to you? Chewy. Chewy, you want to say something? Chew. Hey, Chewy. Hey, Chewy. Hey, Chewy. That was him yawning. Thank you for listening. Bye.